Hey, this is the Guardians of the Films. I'm Ian. And I'm Natalie. And this is our podcast. What should we talk about? Something good? Something bad? Bit of both? I'll follow your lead. Bit of both. Welcome to the Guardians of the Films. So today we're just going to be talking about our favorite TV shows. Um, and so this is all just going to be our, like, fully 100% what we like as opposed to what we think is necessarily well made or anything like that um although our favorites will tend to be um what we think is well made because why would we like a show that we don't think is done well (laughs) um but yeah and we're just going to start off with our fifth favorite show of all time each um and i will go first here and my fifth favorite show of all time so we're going to count up to one uh is how i met your mother and I was debating this for a while because I have, my top four are set in stone. Like, I know what they are and I can watch them anytime and anything like that. Um, my fifth one, though, How I Met Your Mother, it's... I was mentioning on a different podcast on the sitcom uh, pilots and finales that may be released after this or before. Um, that I relate to Ted Mosby a lot. And because of that, um, I like to see sort of the challenges of like the dating world when he's in his i believe what 30s um and just like the i don't know just just what they get down to it and having that close-knit group of friends that they can always rely on and things like that i think that's something i've always wanted um and kind of have now um but yeah it's just very i think it's well done although people have problems with the ending i can look past it and enjoy the series as a whole until you look too closely at it and it starts to make less sense in your head. Yeah, but um, like I, I don't know when. Yeah, when I when I broke up with my girlfriend at the time of uh, like almost two years, it was like the first thing I thought of watching. I don't know why. I just you know what I mean because it's about relationships, it's about stuff like that. Um, and yeah, there, there's some highs, there's some lows, but it's always fun to watch Barney and and a couple that's sort of has those little couple quirks of with uh, Lily and Marshall and things like that. I don't know, just a good show overall, and I would definitely recommend it to people. Um, I mean, I don't know if, who hasn't heard of How I Met Your Mother, especially if you know of sitcoms and things like that. Um, they just came out with a How I Met Your Father show, and I'm hearing that it's tanking. Like, it, no, no, and I'm like, did you expect something different? Like, I feel like when they try and recreate a classic, it just never works. yeah. I, like, especially I can't a TV think show. of a single one. Like, especially a TV show. Like, why are you, why are you make, trying to make a whole new TV show off of another TV show? I don't know. And it's just how much your father. It's like, it's just the exact same thing, but not. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what's the point even? Yeah, that's of what I'm saying. Like, what's the point? It's it. the same story, or it's not the same story, but it's like the same narrative. Yeah. Oh, we're talking about how I met my partner. Right? Yeah. And it's like. Do something new. Yeah. There's how many ideas are there out there? I don't know because I don't have any. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I mean. Okay. Can I just mention for a second? Neil Patrick Harris is just always entertaining to watch. He is. It's just he. I don't know why. I don't know how. I don't know when. I don't know where. I don't know who. Except the who is Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> um. Yeah. I can watch him anytime, and it's just. It also is very funny having him be the most womanizing character when he's gay in real life and like how he's like he's hitting on these girls non-stop and he's like and then he also you realize that he never actually ends up like kissing girls too much in the show um but he's just it's just funny i don't know there's just a sense of irony to it that he's like the most womanizer womanizer 
character that has like ever existed. It's like the opposite of seeing Holt try to be straight. Yes. It's I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that Yeah, I guess that sums it up. <laughs> <laughs> he just does it so well and he just I don't know. I I love anything anything he's in, I think I'll see. I'll give it a shot because he just he's very fun. Like, have uh, you seen the Smurf movie? That is top tier. I'm kidding. You Nobody ever quoted me on that. Is he in it? <laughs> he's then? in it, yeah. Person or voice? Person. It's a really bad movie. I know he's in uh, Lemony Snicket's series of Oh, yeah. Events. He is good in that. Him and Jim Carrey. Um, uh, the series? I feel like they can fit some... They, they, fit, they both fit that role surprisingly really, really well. Like I don't... I read the books a lot growing up. Me I too. liked the movie. It was good for what it was doing. It summarized like the three books. The TV show, I could not get past the first few episodes. Um, because of what? Because I don't. I think it was the acting of the kids. I. It may have been the writing. Yeah, he was fine. Good, he yeah. was like what tried sort of convinced me to watch it. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I loved the series growing up, and this guy's in it, so maybe I'll watch it. But I could not. It was so bad. Well, uh, with that tangent, we are done with uh, How I Met Your Mother, and you can go with your fifth favorite of all time. My fifth favorite is Yuri on Ice. It is an anime about gay ice skaters, and it <laughs> it's so lovely to watch. I like it mostly because this, the animation of the skating is so beautiful, and they put so much work into it that it's just so cool to watch. You get... I don't remember how many or how often, but whenever they go to competitions, you get to see every single piece the whole way through. It's not like you just like skip through That's all cool. of these. Yeah, typically it's like you see the start or you see like a specific yeah. hard move or whatever, and you're like, man, this. and then they, but they end actually, it and they're like, well, we did it. They're actual routines, and they go through the whole story of like who their coaches are and who like why they chose that music and that piece and who choreographed it for like each of the characters they go go into it in depth for like three of them but you still have that like the same uh backstory that you get from commentators while watching it on like just like real life television except the uh camera moves in this are very impressive so you compared mean you like to it watching like cinematography yes it's just pretty to watch so like watching this compared to watching live ice skating you get a lot more immersion because you can do all of these things with the camera that you wouldn't be able to do in a live performance which makes sense but i mean it is animated so it is animated it has that stuff up yeah exactly (laughs) um and the other thing is that they actually got like professionals to choreograph and like that's what i was gonna touch on i was gonna touch that i'm gonna definitely touch on that on future shows of mine that i like um and one that you have we have an overlapping one um yeah. which which has that as well going for which which it just adds an extra layer layer of authenticity yeah and immersion in my mind it does it's so beautiful to watch and that's it that's why i like that one so quick question where is yuri where is yuri he's on ice oh okay nice <laughs> yeah. okay um <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's my humor. Um, anyways, <laughs> um, so is but is there anything else like who's your favorite character in Yuri Nice? Is it just my Yuri? favorite is it character like... is Viktor Nikiforov? 
Do they are they like actual characters or just you like watching because it's pretty? Or is it like it's actual good show? There's good characters that could develop. The characters, the relationship between Victor and Yuri is really fun to watch and develop and change because, um, I don't know, it's just like a complicated relationship where they depend on each other for certain things and they both look up to each other for certain things and envy each other but mostly they just like change each other's lives in a really positive way and it's really sweet to watch that um and it's funny it's got good jokes i guess i don't remember any of Is them it for like kids or for adults it's i don't know like bit of probably both? like bit of both. <laughs> probably like teenagers sort of a thing Okay. Is there any like mature? Except there's matter? butts in it, so I don't know. They have man. nude animated butts. They have nude animated butts. I don't know what. You do you, man? I don't know. I don't know what ratings <laughs> are like uh, in Japan compared to here. Yeah. I don't know what they would consider it. Is it adult? Maybe. Is there any language and stuff like swearing? I don't think so, but it might not just translate, you know? Yeah, true. Do you watch it dubbed or subbed? I've seen both. People are going to... Okay. I was gonna say, if, you, if you say one of the two, <laughs> the I know like Curtis is going to be like, <laughs> yeah. what? The interesting What's thing that? about this one, though, is that most of them have English as like a common language, though, since it was, it was just made for... I think it was... Oh, never mind. I don't remember what year. But it's a more recent one. So it was made for like Western audiences as okay. much as Asian audiences. So, so at least they, they had voices for both sort of thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. So they made it with the intention of like watching it in other languages. Oh, and, which cool. makes sense because you have all these skaters from around the world that yeah. speak different languages. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I guess I will do my fourth favorite now then. Um, which I'm actually going to change up my list here. Um, and I'm going to say Arcane is my fourth favorite show of all time right now. Um, I'm moving it down because when I wrote this list, I you was just, probably it was just, just seen watching it. Right? <laughs> um, it's the one on here that I've seen the least. And that's why I'm moving it down a little bit. Like From second place. From second to Damn. fourth. Um, which is still, I mean, all of the things on this list I really, really enjoy. Um, I'm just moving it down a little bit because, yeah, I haven't seen it. I've only seen it, what, three times, maybe four. Um and I still absolutely love it. And I think it's like the animation. Like, Dude, oh. I could talk about the animation. <laughs> we might we might touch on this in, in an episode later about like, I don't know, animated shows or animation in general, stuff like that. I'm not sure. Um, or just show about Arcane. I don't know. Um, but like just so many different scenes that I, that come to my mind, like Victor running. Okay, so this is spoilers again, right? Um, <laughs> Obviously. Yes. Um, Victor running along the waterfront and it and the reflection of like the sky and the water where he's running and it's just beautiful and uh drinks with like this like like uh sparks like falling down around her and her colors as she's walking through it and stuff like there's just so much so many impactful <sighs> moments that they like give time to like they give the audience time to appreciate them and just look at it without thinking about it again and talking about it again. I want to raise it. Like I'm like, like man, I'm thinking about how much I love this show and just how how well it's made. Right. Like, like oh, so man. much that was put into it. I love how they used music too. 
the music in the show. Don't even get me started. I got a new personal best for my tw- <laughs> for my five k run under twenty two minutes. Listening to Dynasty and dystopia. dystopia. Oh my gosh, man! It actually like you it get a rhythm going, spirit, you get a man. beat going. Like man, it is it is insane. I don't know why I love it so much. And then what could have been is now. I think it's my third favorite song of all time. Um, That's top tier. Yeah, I, I mean, I it, it's it's along the genre of songs that I tend to listen to. Um, so some other ones, right, like Father and Son um, and Vienna by Billy Joel, I believe, is my other one. Um, I mean, the, let's move around it through that, right? But, like, I tend to like slower, or my, the songs that I consider, you know what, I absolutely love this, are, like, slower and more thoughtful and things like that, whereas I don't listen to them that often, but I love them. Um that's tangent um but i really really love arcane and i mean it is it's still i think it's still rated as one of the best shows of all time on imdb which is again just it's just people rating it so of course that doesn't necessarily mean anything um but it does show that a lot of people like it um and it it gives me that that confirmation bias of me going haha see it is not just me exactly um, and I think the voice acting is absolutely outstanding. Yes. I think that the characters and their interactions are just like exactly what you want to see and how you want to see it. The fight scene between Echo and Jinx in, C- in Ooh, episode seven. So good. My favorite fight scene is still the one uh, where Vi and what's his name? Jace. They, Vi and Jace. Yeah. 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 You know Jace's name? Jace? I forgot it for a second. I was going to say Jake. The pride of Piltover? Come on, man. <laughs> He's so good. Okay. Um, Yeah, it's just... And well, I mean, but, but another thing you don't know about that, or you don't think about as much somebody who's played League of Legends, is Echo's whole time travel shtick. Yes. Well, I know about this yes, because you know about I get I you to explain it. it yes. After but each in episode. the fight scene between Echo and Jinx, it was just like the cinematic that they released when Echo was being released, where he, like, he he sees what's happening, but then he goes back and he fixes his mistakes. Except that he doesn't have time travel at this point, so it's just really really well done. Where he's thinking back, it's just like an allusion to what will be. Yes, uh, what could have been. <laughs> <laughs> um, but oh man, like I definitely can talk about this for a very long time, as I'm realizing now. But I'll yeah. touch on like a few quick points that I love. Um, Vander and Silco. And how it translates to Jinx and Vi is just so good. Um, and parallels. Like, and, like, the, the whole thing of, like, brothers and sisters and, like, people who aren't your family and you treat them as such and what that means. And this is semi-spoiler for maybe what might happen in season two. But do you want me to say because you, It's well, just speculation. Yeah, speculation um, is that the same thing is going to happen with Jason Victor. Um, where they, they, they're like brothers now because of this work together and things like that. Um, and it might break down into some very heavy, just like Jason Vi and, or no, Vi and Jinx and, and things like that. Like it might break down to this very heavy rivalry and enemies. and Maybe enemy. they'll, <laughs> um, maybe they'll flip the script and like hint that it's going to go in that direction. But A, they reconcile. Yay, I doubt they will ending. because of the characters and where they are in the game, which okay. this is supposed to like Oh, that's to. true because they're like yes. in different nations. But um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I don't want to run too much on the time because we said we'll do five minutes per show. So that's my five minutes for the show. Um, we might talk about our, uh, Arcane later. We, we should. Will, we will. We, will. we probably will at, at some, some point. point. But yeah, that's my fourth favorite show. And you go ahead with yours now. My fourth favorite show is probably 
Oh, it's between Phineas and Ferb and Bojack Horseman, but I'll go with I'll go with Bojack. What? Phineas and Ferb beats out Bojack. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's the view gotta. from halfway down. The view from halfway down is so good. Just just the poem. Not as good as the episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Literally. A platypus. Phineas and Ferb has done a Perry the platypus. A plumber. Um, a platypus plumber. Perry the platypus. Perry the platypus plumber. Okay. Anyways, Bojack Horseman is my number four show. Um, I really like the writing a lot. I really like the topics it discusses. I really like how it discusses it. My favorite part is just how they portray Bojack as a bad person, but also a relatable person. So you can you can sympathize with him and all of that without like saying that all the things he did were okay because he gets held accountable yeah. for all of his mistakes. I don't think... This is what I think we was talking to you about before. I don't think he... Whatever you say, yeah. I'm gonna be able to refute it. I was so gonna, quick. I was gonna say I don't think he's as bad person as it portrays him to be, but I, I don't know because it kind as of as bad it does, a person as the, what it does portray some things of like okay he is a bad person he and is, he yeah. isn't. You know he what I mean? strangled it, his coworker yes. because he was on drugs. Yes, but again, there's that whole debate of like how much can like like obviously the whole doing drugs in the workplace and like yes. you know what I mean isn't good, but like. And he like went his to rehab at the for the time. That. Yeah, his mindset at the time, he wasn't like trying to. He wasn't trying to hurt anybody. You know what I mean? Okay. That's what I mean. How about? That's all I'm trying to say. How about? I'm, I'm not going to argue it anymore. I'm just going to say is that sometimes he does hurt people, but he doesn't mean to, and that, and that, and that. In the later premise. seasons, though, that's because he has hurt people worse in the past, and so they just lose hope in him. Yes, but what I'm saying is like from that premise of hurting people without meaning to. I would call into question him being a terrible person and a bad person and a bad person who's semi-reformed and stuff like that. I'm just I'm I'm just saying leave the conversation open in my mind. I don't think he is a good person. I don't think anything like that. I'm just saying like I think that's an interesting thing to de- debate or discuss yes. when we have more time on Bojack. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because like I I know that he's a bad person, but it's also like you try and see some of these things, but then it's also like, hey, you still should be a good person if bad things happen to you, which is the whole thing we talked about before as well. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to comment on something. I don't want okay. to talk, man. Okay, we'll get back talk. to this in another episode. Yeah, if we remember. If, if I even hold the stance. I just wanted to talk, man. Okay. I just want to be devil's advocate, okay? Uh, what else <laughs> do I like about Bojack? I like all the standalone episodes they have where it's just like the funeral episode where he just monologues about his mom. I really Funeral like episode's really good, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, or there's an episode about his mother from her perspective with dementia, and it, like, goes through her past, kind of, like, what it feels like to not have complete memories and also telling her story at the same time. I thought that was really cool. And the episode where he's underwater and he can't talk the whole time. Yeah. And then he realizes at the end, wait, That he can't talk. <laughs> he could have talked the whole time. I really like that. Um, yeah, there's an episode about Princess Carolyn that's just fun to watch because everything she does uh, gets like a repetitive rhythm to it, and so it's just like it's a vibe going through her day. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm trying to think if, if I have anything to add here. Um, I like the voice acting. Like, 
um, mainly for Bojack. I think that he does a really good job, and I didn't expect him to do... Like, this is the guy who plays Favorite Joe. Favorite Batman. And he plays Lego Batman, <laughs> and, like, you know what I mean? Like, um, but he did a really good job in this show. There and was a couple Diane. fun guest stars. Um, Allison Brie. Is that her name? Yeah. Yes. Plays Diane. I liked her, too. Allison Brie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just like creative storytelling that I can appreciate and enjoy watching. There was some weird stuff, though. Yeah. Some very weird stuff. Yes. And, like, it's also really funny. Of, the whole premise of a person with a horse for a head is kind of weird yes. as well. And like, but there are some good jokes that come out of it. But. A lot of good jokes. I don't remember any of them, but I love all of them. And yeah, yeah it just like, it gets me thinking. And it, I like the discussions that it brings up. Makes sense. Yeah. So I guess we'll move to mine now. Number well, three. Because I was going to mention, in BoJack, yes. the guest star appearance of Zach Braff. Of Zach Braff, exactly. And that, that perfectly in segues into... my third favorite show of all time. We've reached the podium here. We've reached the bronze medal. <laughs> and my third favorite show of all time is Scrubs. Um, yeah, that's it. Go ahead, Noah. <laughs> um, I think that it is the... In my mind, what I am looking for in a, in a sort of sitcom, in a sort of show like that, is a good level of humor, wackiness, but also deep moments and moments that you can sort of reflect on and learn from and things like that. Um, and I talk about that a decent amount, I believe, in the sitcom episode. Um, just like how he, how he meets people who, at the very end, he meets people who, who impacted him along the way. Um, it does touch on some sort of serious topics and uh, and things of that nature, but it does it in a way that is easy to digest and still keeps it light when it needs to, and the jokes are still jokes, you know what I mean, as opposed to just fully going, this is a statement. Um, it still is just a show, and then it can have that in the background. Um, it does a good job of showing some... I don't know, it just, it just, I think it does a really good job, and it does show some parallels with things to other shows and some tropes and things like that, which, I mean, are hard to avoid in this day and age where everything's sort of been done before, but um, I think Charlie Cox is, or I keep saying Charlie Cox, <laughs> uh, Perry Cox, the Dr. Cox, is the boss, and I think his character is very, is, is fairly unique um, in that he's, He's real, really hard on people that is working for him and things like that. And he doesn't like showing emotion um, and affection and things like that, even to his wife. Um, they constantly insult each other, but like in a loving way. And <laughs> there's just a joke in the episode we watched where the wife is like, who are you? Like as a test, she went like, where's the first place we made love? He's like, we've never made love. And she's like, it is you. Like, <laughs> like they, you know what I mean? Like their relationship is very um, entertaining to watch as well. Um, and... And then you see some of his history and why he becomes who he is, but it's not—it's very subtle. Like you see that okay, his mother and father were like this, similar to Bojack Horseman. They treated him in similar ways, um, and he—but he has this hard exterior of don't care about anybody, rely on anybody, but he's also—he's very, very like giving and kind and wants to help people and things like that. But and you see it in very small ways throughout the whole series. And you get, like, I would 100% say that he's a good person, even though he can be definitely mean to people um, sort of on the front. And this is also similar to, not a similar backstory, but a similar personality to, like, I feel like, I want to say Jessica Jones, 
how I was saying before, how Jessica Jones like doesn't mind hurting somebody's feelings, but really cares if like they're actually in danger, but to a less extent level. Like he'll he will like be mean to somebody, and then also if he realizes that maybe you know they can't take it or he's being a little bit mean or somebody else is being mean to them, then he's gonna stand up for them and and do what he can to help them and things like that. I don't know. I think his character is very, very well done. Um, I think he the actor is does a great job in everything he's in. I think he does a good job as well. I believe his name is. John C. McSomething, McGilly, McKinley, something like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it does a good job. I think the the friendship of JD and Turk is also very wholesome and wonderful, and they can call each other out on things that they're doing wrong, but still acknowledge that they're amazingly close friends and forgive each other for calling them out and go, you know what, like I was in the wrong and things like that. They have that level of maturity to them. Meanwhile, also like dropping watermelons off the roof because it's funny. So they, they, they're a very good blend as well. Keeps, they, I think all the characters, they have good serious sides and good comedic sides and just blends well. And that's why it's my third favorite show of all time. Um, it's in a hospital. So of course there's going to be really good serious things that they can bring up and talk about and things like that. Um, but yeah, what am I... Oh, the janitor also. The janitor's a good character who just... His life is just to make JD miserable. And it's just funny. It's just... <laughs> it's just some wacky humor. Like, the entire show, nine, eight seasons, you never know the janitor's name. They always just call him janitor. And he calls himself janitor. And his dad calls him janitor. It's like and Shrapel. It's, yeah. And it's, <laughs> and it's just really good. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I just ranted for five minutes about why I like it. Um, that's this, the point of this episode that is the point. but you didn't say anything and I was like okay um, that's it for me for my third my bronze medal is Scrubs um, I don't want no Scrubs except I do want to watch Scrubs so anyways <laughs> uh, now we will go to you for your my third, third favorite which as aforementioned is Phineas and Ferb um, Perry okay go ahead okay <laughs> uh, Phineas and Ferb is my favorite show because I really like how they took the super formulaic um, structure of episodes that you see especially in kids shows and they like made that a running gag throughout the entire thing and they just get progressively more intricate and funny as you go along that's my favorite part because it seems like something hard to do it seems like yeah even though it's a meta joke that it's got this formula it's still a formula and it's still redundant but it's not redundant and it works really well I find I also just really like the characters they're fun to watch doof and perry are just an amazing duo to watch you know fun times and it's also doof and schwartz is great doof and schwartz is great at my birth both my parents failed to show, <laughs> failed to show up i was <laughs> raised by ocelots it's so good um you could have been also... a lot worse man <laughs> with this backstory <laughs> yeah that's true he's just too incompetent which is great um it's also one of these shows, there are two shows, this and my second favorite show. Um, second favorite? Oh, we both have the same second favorite. Yeah, second favorite. Okay. Which yeah, we can talk this about and my second this, favorite yeah. show are like one of the shows that I can put on with my family and everyone will be like, oh yeah, it's this show. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I don't watch a lot of TV with my sisters but like if one of these are on they'll be like yeah i'll watch this your family will be down for Phineas and verb episodes 100 percent. Wow. every single time i would i would probably leave <laughs> <laughs> i mean i like it and I, when i grew up with it it was like this is absolutely amazing but i yeah i don't 
I tend not to like animation nowadays. Um, and I know that it's a good medium and everything like that. Um, it's just, I don't know. I, I find too much errors with plot holes and things like that, which seem to be rampant in kids' shows because they're just trying to there tell a fun no story. There is no plot. I'll but, get into that with yes. with my first in, favorite show. But in the next one, it's killer. But anyways, it continue. is killer. Yeah. Anyways, Phineas and Ferb is just a fun time. It's like one of those shows that I can quote most of the episodes word for word. The music is great. They have a music a song in like every dun, episode. Dun, 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 dun. They're all bangers. Um, oh yeah, yeah, they do have songs a lot, don't they? It's just I haven't a seen fun, it in a long time. time. We'll just... we'll watch my favorite episode. <laughs> My favorite episode is Picture This. I don't remember what episode, but it's in season two. It's got the best humor. It's got a good song. It's... it's... All I remember is <laughs> Vanessa and Don't Make a Mountain Out of a Molehill. Don't Make a Mountain Out of a Molehill. I did it. I made a mountain out of a molehill. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's all you remember from Phineas well, and Ferb? Well, I, remember, I mean, I remember like things on and off, but that's a lot of that can come to my head right now. Don't Make a Mountain Out of a Molehill. Okay. I'm going to play all of the quotable episodes for you and make references nonstop. I'm down to watch one episode, maybe. One episode <laughs> is good enough. That's yeah. all I need. I'm down to watch your favorite episode and see how much I remember liking Phineas and Ferb. Because um, it was fun. It is fun. It's just fun, which Who is why I like Isabella? it. Isabella? I have no clue. Oh, I thought it was somebody. I know. Oh, it might be the girl from Modern Family. Maybe. I think. I think it's, I think it's Alex from Modern Family. I think. No clue. But I'm not sure. Okay. Zero Anyways. clue. <laughs> Is that everything for um, this and for him? I, I just, I love the hat means Perry. Yes. And then it's a platypus. And it's just. It's just recurring jokes like that, that hit joke, every time. That joke, I can literally hear infinitely and I will laugh. Like, it's just so good. It never gets old. <laughs> a cha-cha-gram. Perry the cha-cha-gram. <laughs> it's so good. That's my favorite entrance. Like who who came up with that idea that he that they would only recognize it by the by that? Like who came up with that? That's just such know. a genius thing. There are so many nonsensical things in this show just like don't get explained and they're just a fun time to just watch and you're like, I guess that happened. <laughs> and most of them come back and you're like, hey, I remember this happening. Also, True. the movie Phineas and Ferb Across the Second Dimension, like, one of the best, like, TV to film things That's not a high ever. bar, but... They're not usually good, <laughs> but this like, movie hey, is it a was, good movie. It wasn't trash, so that's one of the, one of the best. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it, but... <laughs> it's a good... You haven't seen it? Oh, my gosh. I don't gosh. think so. I mean, so I might have when I was younger, but It's like, remember. it works perfectly for this show because in the end, everyone gets their memory erased, so it's like it's oh, its own food, little yeah. pocket story so you don't need to worry about continuity and everything in one way it's like a cop-out but it's also like you can go crazy and do whatever you want with these characters you can have all these different interactions I mean, and revelations yes. that you want to see without having it's any both. actual consequences. it is a cop-out but it is also used for a purpose it's not yes. just like they did it for no reason it's like it's the danger stuff yeah yeah and i think that worked really well and they bring back the second dimension characters in like the last season as they like closed out everything. They gave them a little episode long special to revisit and close off those stories. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> Phineas and Ferb. Um, when we get to our second here, second favorite, the silver medal. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give everybody 
a couple hints and see if they can get it. Because we, we, we have the same one, and I feel like a lot of people have heard of this show if they haven't seen it. I feel like um, anyone listening probably already knows. Yeah, it's animated. I'm not sure if we've referenced it so far. I don't think we have, and that's why I want to do this. Okay. It's animated. That's, that's the first sort of little clue here. What's another What's another small clue? It's three seasons long. Three seasons long. That's a good one. That's a good three one. Three seasons or three books. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint. Okay, okay. It is a kid's show. Yeah. Um, or it's made for kids, but it's enjoyed by adults, which is one of the few that I can like. Oh my gosh, like there are so many that are made for kids that I like. All my favorite shows... I showed this though. I showed cartoons. this though to five people when I first got to university. I think it was five, maybe maybe three, something like that. Um, people who had never seen the show before, they all watched it, and now it is two out of three of their favorite shows of all time. And the other person, it's one of their top five for sure. Um, which is just it goes to show that even like eighteen year olds, you know what I mean? Like any, anybody can enjoy the show because it's made so well. Um, it has a elemental quality about it. It's really <laughs> elemental. It really quality. hits you in your in your soul. In your in your spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spirit. Spirit's <laughs> a better word. Spirit's a better word. Um, now that's an, I think that's enough bending around the subject. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so our second favorite show of all time is is Avatar: The Last Airbender. Let's go. I mean, that's come enough. on. Like, Does anybody not love Avatar? If we I haven't mean, if mentioned do, it by quiet, now. <laughs> Man, Avatar. Oh my gosh. Avatar is the best because it's It is. So... That's it. We're done. Avatar is That's the best. It. That's it. <laughs> it just we've, is. It's our second favorite show, but it's the best. <laughs> True. It, um, it is kind of cool that we both happen to be our second favorite. I actually did that on purpose. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because I saw your list and was wow. like, I'll make it the same it was for third. simplicity's sake. It was sake. third before. Then it changed. Be- what was yours like, right before? Away. Third? I didn't really have an order. I was just going with it. Okay. Hence okay. not being able to decide once we got to the like second one we mentioned. True. Um, um, yeah, it's just like this show came out and it was just a kid's show. And people were like, okay, this is okay. Let me just say it. The world building... The world the, building. The creativity into making this show, the care that was put into this show. Like, who comes up with, like, bending elements? And that is, like, that is just what, like, is a thing in the world. And, and the it's integration of, like, like, the integration bro. of fight styles in it. Yes, that's what I was going to mention on the, the martial arts. Yep. Like, every single bending style hat is based on a specific martial art that has to do with the bending that it is um and so like fire bending is based off of blanking on the name but a martial art that uh prioritizes like fast flowing movements and like sh- and sharp bursts of energy and it's like this is just like you're describing fire bending. it just makes sense and the reason why it makes sense so much is because they chose it perfectly like if they chose a different one we would have been like that makes sense too but like not as much as this because they just the care and the Oh, the show is just so, so, so good. Um, I really I like I that I, they... I don't... Personally, really quickly... Okay. I don't think I've ever ever heard anybody say that it's bad. Me neither. 100%. Like, like, this is, like, the only show I can think of that, like, I've never heard anybody be like... I don't... I don't personally, I don't think I've ever heard anybody be like, I don't even like it. Who's actually seen it? Like, I... Like, Daredevil, things like that. Like, other shows that I like and things like that. And, um... And but like this Ozark, is like general you know consensus, I mean? just yeah. a good show. Pers- I mean, that's just me. That's just my experiences. I have never heard anybody say they don't like the show. Who's seen it? But anyways, continue. Um, I forget what I was going to say. You really like how they... 
Oh, I like that they made it specifically, they wrote it to be three seasons and kept it at that. Oh, yes. You can see. Because it's so important oh my gosh. that like, you reach this end goal at a certain time and you see Aang go through all of whatever yeah. development that he needs to go through in that time. And it's just, there's you no can, filler in it. You can always see, you can always see. Well, there, there's like semi-filler, but you can also argue that it isn't. Yeah. The Great Divide is what everybody says is filler, but it's like, you but also see more, but you see more of Sok and Katara and how they yeah. interact with people. But that entails a bossing say, because a lot of bossing say is filler, even though like, but bossing say, important bossing things say happen. isn't. Because you see Uncle Iroh. You see Uncle Iroh? Yes, there's, there's, the, the only filler in it, really, is Sokka. And Katara and, and Toph. No, that shows their relationship. Oh, on. that's true, because you don't really because get before that. Before that, they were they were enemies, and then after that, they were. It was only Sokka and Aang that were that were like kind of yeah. Filler, because but, we don't really but need even, to see Aang and but Aang has like a little bit of a thing because he talks to somebody, but like what an avatar it means. Cabbage vendor is in it. Hey, Automatically not filler. My cabbage is one of the best, like characters who's one line like the whole show. Like I don't, I don't know any other show that like cameos one random animated guy who just repeatedly shows up. But my cabbages is iconic. I don't know what to tell you. Um, you should watch Phineas and Ferb. Is there something like that in Phineas and Ferb? What yeah. Well, there's a lot of things like that in Phineas oh. and Ferb. Things that are like don't really matter and you won't really notice unless like you not as good as that. Rewatch it. Though. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> uh, before you just with me. Anyways. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's just oh my gosh, we 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 have a couple more minutes to talk about this. We're gonna talk about this for a couple more minutes because we love it so much. It is just the fact that it can deal with things like war and like propaganda and like brainwashing, like not like brainwashing is in like literal brainwashing, which it does contain, but brainwashing is in like the government telling you something and you just like following along because the government is enforcing it, but you don't know like Illuminati stuff. Like, and it's a kid show. Like, it's just. It's, Most oh kids gosh. shows actually do deal with a lot of topics like this and themes. But like how this. well did they do it? Pretty well. Like Centaur World deals with war very well. Okay, hear me out. I've never and heard. For, I've never heard of Centaur World. Okay, <laughs> that makes sense. It's obscure. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like this is like a mainstream. This was on Nickelodeon. This was on like every kid's TV, and it had these topics that it dealt with really well and things like that. Um, and I'm not saying other shows don't. I'm just saying, like, it's impressive still how well it did it. I'm just saying you should watch more kids' shows because you'd be surprised how similar they are to Avatar. Maybe. maybe. But Avatar is... Avatar is special. level. Avatar is, like, in my mind... Is it, though? In my, in my personal opinion, it is the best animated show of all time. Well, that is... That hey, is debatable. Hey, I know. So I said my personal opinion. That's literally okay. what I said. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, yeah. A hint for yours is that your next one's going to be animated. Whoa. <laughs> like all of my shows. Oh, yeah. All of, your all shows of my are favorite animated. shows are animated. Wow. That's because you don't have as good taste as me. But. <laughs> that's rough, um, buddy. But that's rough, buddy. Oh, my gosh. Hey, or hello. Zuko, Zuko here. here. Bro, I don't lines. remember the setup, but the punchline is "Leave me alone, I'm, I'm bush." It's so good. It's so good. My last girlfriend turned into the moon. That's rough, buddy. Like, what else do you say? <laughs> it's so good. Okay, um, like Zuko's the, hu- the humor hitting for adults, I like as well. Like every like a lot of my points are like but I love how I shows. can enjoy it right now. I all of those when points I, you're bringing up are not specific to Avatar in true, my experience. True, but, but some but it is in my experience. So like I can remember watching like Pokemon, right? And I was like, this is not holding up. Like my brother enjoyed it, and that's fine. But and and you can enjoy it. I don't think it's bad. I'm just saying I can't get into it as much 
and I love Pokemon going up. Like I, man, I played all the games. I had the cards. You know what I mean? Um, trading. Oh man, Pokemon cards were fun. But anyways, um, did you have a favorite? Like card, or Pokemon starter Blastoids, man. Cool. Blastoids oh wait, I knew that. Amazing. Did you? Yeah, because you mentioned it when we played Pokemon Monopoly. Oh yeah, see, I'm I'm a Pokemon fan. I Pokemon Monopoly guys. <laughs> okay, um, but when I was watching it, I was like. Why are they doing this? What is the happening here? Like I was like this this just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't in my mind also it doesn't deal with any serious real topics that I can think of. I mean, they're literally like abusing animals. You should non-stop. watch Steven Universe. Steven Universe hey. deals with some heavy freaking topics, hey. man. Hey, I I'm talking about Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about gay space rocks. Gay space rocks. Yeah. Okay, well, um my point was <laughs> that although I loved shows as a kid, Avatar is the only one that I can personally return to and go like, you know what? I can still like I I would put it on right now. Like I can watch it any day of the week. Um, literally, I can put it on any episode and just enjoy it. Some of the episodes are absolutely beautifully animated and beautifully done and everything like that. Like um, the Agni Kai between Zuko and Azula is so well. Azula's whole voice acting is so amazingly done. And the actress said that when she was doing the auditions, they gave the role to her because she was the only one who didn't yell. She like had this calm. Because that's what Azula demeanor. does. She's like in the background. It's just so well done, and like, uh, there's so much I can talk about it, but we we kind of have run our time, and you just keep going. But look at these other shows, and like, but we're talking about how amazing Avatar is. Right I'm now. sorry. Like, Wait. Then why why isn't why isn't Steven Universe your number two then, huh? Steven Universe has its problems. Steven Universe towards the end okay, there were like production issues. Sorry. It was a whole thing with Steven Universe. Oh, that was something else I wanted to say. What? You can go ahead, because I want to remember it. I was just going to say what sets Avatar apart from everything else, and it's something that Gravity Falls did too, but just not as well in my opinion, was the like set narrative that they were going for. That was what I was going to touch on as well. Having a set plan, three seasons, we're going to have it start, we're going to have this, we're going to have this, we're going to have this. You can see shows that do that and shows that don't, and where the difference is, and movies and things like that. When things are planned out, they tend to end up better. I don't know why. Maybe why. Maybe because maybe, you planned Maybe this is why you should study kids. But <laughs> it's like it's like watching um, Frozen Two because when they made Frozen Two, they didn't know who the fourth mysterious or fifth mysterious spirit was going to be, and you can tell throughout the movie like they have no clue what they're writing about right now. My my big examples were going to be Legend of Korra, yes. which is it's Avatar's world. You would think that it would be the same, except. The they, writing process was different. Yeah, they they went okay. Let's have one season. Let's see how people like. They went season. Okay, let's have one more season. Let's see how people like. Like you know what I mean? Like they just kind of went season by season. Um, and while people tend to say that season three and four are good, I think if they went into this going okay, we're gonna have this set arc and everything like that, they could have had allusions to it earlier. They could have had things like that. They could have like they could have tied it all in beautifully, and it could have been a really 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 top tier show. But it just wasn't because of it slacking. And the other thing I'm just going to briefly mention because I'm going to get very, very angry. <laughs> but um, well, I'm going to mention this more in the Star Wars episode is the sequels. The sequels of Star Wars. They had one of the biggest franchises in the world, multi-billion dollar franchise. And they decided when they bought the thing from George Lucas for like, what, $7 billion? That George Lucas gave them potential scripts or like potential outlines for the next sequel. And, and they, they scrapped them all? They said no to everything he came up with. The original creator of Star Wars, they threw all of his ideas out. Yikes. And they went, you know what? You know what we're going to do? We're going to have three movies. Okay, nice. Good plan. Good plan. 
don't know any of the characters, don't know any of the story, don't know anything like that, we'll hire a different director for each of them. I kind of like different directors. But you get different. They made the first from. movie. They had no plans for two or three. The second director came in and went, "I hate what this guy did. I, ha- I'm sorry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I hate Ryan Johnson because of this." He said, <laughs> "I don't care about Star Wars. I don't care about the fans. I'm making my own movie." So all of the things that were set up in the first movie, he specifically wanted to destroy, and did. And he also broke a lot of fabrics of the Star Wars universe as a whole, which I'm not going to get into because that's on the Star Wars episode. Um, but it's very frustrating. And then the third ep- the third movie, they were, you know, J.J. Abrams, people seem to be okay with the first one. We'll bring you back. Try and try and salvage this. But if they just hired one director, or they even just had even, the differing yes, views. even just had if they even just had one director come up with or like one writer or like you know what i mean one story and then them directors that's fine yeah but like to have a sequel for one of the biggest franchises in the world and this is completely off topic and i know that <laughs> but it's just so frustrating and and it is why i'm always a firm believer in setting a firm plan for your story um because it just and because of star wars because of star star wars is the biggest I thing i feel that, like there are other things you could go to but uh, okay. there definitely are but star wars is like Again, arguably, like, top three franchises of all time, movie franchises, and it was butchered, and it bugs me so much. And I grew up with Star Wars. Like, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Like, I'm one of the biggest you'll meet, and it's very frustrating. But anyways... Anyways, Legend of Korra. That was Avatar, <laughs> Legend of Korra, besides my Star Wars rant for five minutes. Um, do you want to mention your number one? or my I will, I will first. One. I will first. Ugh, how because, dare you? Okay, we've already talked about it. Mine isn't really so. a secret. Daredevil. We've talked about it. I'm gonna. I'm, I don't think I've ever heard you mention this before. Yeah, That's insane. Daredevil, well, Daredevil is my favorite TV show of all time. Wow. Um, I'll try and be brief because we've talked on on many other episodes. And if you know me in person, I've talked about it probably for an hour <laughs> and a half to you when you were just walking away from me and I was chasing you. Um, <laughs> it's true. He does that. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> um, yeah, I just I love Daredevil. I love the character. I love the acting. I love the script. I love the some symbolism i love the uh way he struggles with his religion and deals with his religion i love how it deals with some serious topics that are like just you don't see often like you just don't see postpartum depression as like a topic much um at least in the stuff that i've seen you know what i mean um i know things are out there but i'm just saying you know from what i've seen and again this is all um subjective our favorites but yeah i just absolutely love it i i went into watching daredevil not caring who the character was at all i just heard other people go it's pretty good and i was like okay i'll try it and now daredevil is my favorite marvel character and his he's my favorite portrayal of a marvel character in the mcu he's my favorite character in the mcu like there are so many parts of a daredevil that just work um i can watch it any day of the week and uh that will be everything i think that i, I want to talk about because i've probably touched on everything already in other episodes so we'll let you talk about your favorite um the, the only hint that you guys have here is that it's animated because that, that's all I know about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorite show of all time is Adventure Time. It, um, hey, it rhymes. It doesn't rhyme because Tell it's the same that. word. <laughs> okay, continue. Adventure Time is my favorite show uh, because I grew up with it. I grew up watching it and just enjoying it as one of those single adventure a week so sort it, of narratives. It's a kids show. It's a kids show. Oh, I thought it was an adult show. No, it's a kids show. Oh. But it's so good though because is it falls an adult show. No, that's also a kids show. It is. Yeah, oh. I'm telling you, they're written for kids. I thought they swore or something. They do not swear. There's a oh. lot of like gore and weird things in Gravity Falls. Would that make it? 
and disturbing content. Wouldn't that make it uh, like an it's, adult show then? They they got away with it. They okay. got away with okay. not like okay. blood and stuff, but oh okay. Anyways, but still <laughs> disturbing things. Anyways, wanna, Adventure yeah, Time. Track. Uh, one of those things that it's just like easy to watch, fun jokes and adventures. It's just about a boy and his dog having a fun time in this fantasy realm that doesn't really have any limitations, so you can do whatever you want with the stories. Except when you rewatch it, like rewatching it as an adult, you notice all of the um, the darker themes that they put into them and all of the like the more adult messaging that they have in it and the more adult topics like the way that they talk about relationships is done in a really like vibrant fun way for kids to watch but also a really serious and complicated way to watch as an adult it actually like gets you thinking about these characters and what they mean to each other and how they hurt each other and all that stuff and yeah it it flaws the characters in a really watchable way it um, it develops them really interestingly because there are so many who are like immortal and have lived for thousands of years so you get to know who they are in the middle like during uh, like during the present time in the show while like having past like history with other people that's like super complicated episodes? the 10 minute episodes yeah huh it's like Cartoon Network, like kid show, like watch hmm. it on like afternoons or before yeah, school. Yeah, surprised it's only ten minutes episodes. They usually air them like two at a time. Hmm. But like with Marceline and Simon Petrikov or Ice King and uh, Princess Bubblegum, like you see how they develop um, their relationships in the presence of the two main characters, Finn and Jake before you get to know about their past and then you get to develop the past which is like super sad simon's whole story is super sad and super compelling poor simon poor simon man you don't understand it but poor simon (laughs) poor simon um and it's got good music and yeah it's a vibe that's why it's my favorite five show. Five and a half? Five and a half. Five and a half. It's one of those things where I can watch it if I want to, like, have some existential crisis or contemplate relationships and love or if I want to just, like, have a good time and not look into the deeper meaning of it. They talk about reincarnation a lot. Oh, in the uh, new series that they just finished airing, they um, there's an episode just about coming to terms with death and life and relationships that you had and they do that every episode in scrubs oh <laughs> do they do it this well the thing about this is that it's special to me because i was raised with it True. so it's not just because they're doing a good job it's because they're the characters that i have related to yeah, for my with, whole life yeah avatar and stuff yeah so that's why it's special to me. Hmm. Um, Is that everything? <laughs> that's everything. I could talk more specifically, but I don't remember anything because I haven't seen it in like a year. You haven't seen Future in a year? In a year. I might watch an episode every now and Avatar. again. I think I watch Avatar every year. I think I watch Daredevil yeah, every year too. There's a lot more Adventure Time than Daredevil and Avatar. There's but know, not six necessarily. or seven seasons. If they're only 10 minutes each. That's true. And what is epi- the runtime? And how time? many episodes per season? Like 20. Okay, so it's probably similar so. to Avatar, though. 
If they're 10 minutes each, and then Avatar is 23 minutes each, mm, whatever. I think it's more because... Probably, I'm just saying. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Harder to rewatch Adventure Time, but it's easy to just, like, put on a random episode and enjoy it. Yeah. And those are our favorite shows. Post-credit scene. Post-credit scene. Uh, do you want to just... Bring up TV shows? Yeah, the ones that we didn't get to mention in our top five. Oh, true. That's a good point. Um, there are many. Or what we're watching right now, because I'm watching Ozark. Ozark. And Ozark is so good. Jason Bateman. Uh, he, Michael Bluth. Yeah, he records. He records? <laughs> uh, what I meant to say is he directs. <laughs> uh, he directs okay. and stars. He doesn't direct every episode, but he's won some Emmys for directing, which is pretty cool. Um, as well as yeah, the show as a whole has gotten a lot of Emmys. It's gotten a lot of acclaim because it's good show. <laughs> um, it deals with money laundering and sort of doing anything you can to keep your family alive in sort of a realistic setting um, in Missouri. I believe is when it, I where so. it takes place on the Ozark or Ozark Lakes. Um, yeah, definitely give it a watch for anybody who likes those sort of darker, sort of semi-thriller, semi, I don't know, drama stuff. <laughs> uh, what, what shows are you watching right now? Um, I kind of just want to bring up my favorites on my list. One of them is, most of them are more kids shows, but one of them that I feel like I never talk about but deserves some more attention is I'm Not Okay With This. It's like a drama kind of similar to stranger things okay. in the sense it's like sci-fi and strange and stuff like that stranger and it's things? got it's got gay in it it has the it gay? has the gay the which gay? makes me so excited ozark has the gay wholesome. yes but not as wholesome <laughs> as the i'm not okay with this gay because nobody is wholesome in, in ozark but well, I'm not okay with this. Follows well, the the non not the main character that you're thinking of, but the character who he's with is wholesome. Or the beard guy. Yeah, has has some wholesomeness to him. I hope he What's gets wholesome. Spoilers? I would like I would like to see him. Well, he kind of flourish. You've already seen him being kind of wholesome. He's I like, guess a little bit. He's gonna I, I get hurt. I got the pamphlet printed out. Man, he's gonna get hurt. <laughs> oh. Poor guy. Um, but anyways. Anyways, I'm not okay with this. It follows this kid in high school. You're not okay with the podcast? <laughs> I'm not. Get me out of here. I'm, sorry, I'm being held hostage. Again. Okay. I'm not okay with this. Follows Sydney, who is a high school student, and she's trying to figure out how to deal with the loss of her father, who is a veteran, or was a veteran, and then he killed himself. And so, yeah, it just deals with um, those repercussions and her own mental illness and... Uh, relationships with her friend and uh, other friends and her boyfriend and things like that. And Touché. also, she has superpowers. Oh, what? She can explode people's heads. What? <laughs> She's got, like, telekinesis. But she uses it to kill people. She doesn't use it to kill people. Has she ever killed anybody? I don't know, has she? Then she has. She's the kill people. <laughs> She's a villain, okay? She doesn't do it on purpose. She's Anyways. a villain. Oh, Wanda? <laughs> Wanda? She... Anybody? You know what? She's a villain, okay? <laughs> he she... wasn't innocent. If she... <laughs> Is that's not up to her? She's the villain. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> how many shows was that that you were mentioning there? I'm um, okay with this. And was it one other one? 
one another one? Well, gay? Or was that That was the one with the gay. Oh. Yeah. One that I feel like doesn't get talked about enough. It just got cancelled, which is sad. What? It was supposed to have another season. Oh, Amor Yeah. Oh. Um, one that we both have on our list is Sex Education. Yes. Um, I really enjoyed that. I thought it was sort of goofy, but has some good parts and drama and stuff. <laughs> I think in the third season, it kind of fell off in quality. Third Some... season, in my mind, fell off for sure, but I love Adam in the third season. Yes, Adam. I love Adam, Adam in the third season. Like, he he is, like, I don't know where to put him, but he would be, like, probably top 20 characters of all time for me. Like, just my favorites. Like, I'm, I'm like, not necessarily objective, but, like, I just like Adam's character, and I, and I, when his parents, when his mom and his teacher stood up for me, I was like, yes, Adam, yes, yes, you get your validation, man. Like, he's been told he's terrible his whole life, and then he's terrible at school, and he's terrible at all this stuff. It's like, no, Adam. And okay, I but I also hate, I forget his name, uh, Adam's boyfriend. Eric? Eric in season three? Okay, yeah, Fell Eric, off a bus, bro. His character, Eric like, I don't know Eric has so many character. things to deal with with himself. He's going but through I it. That's the point. Now. They made him a flawed character in that one. You can be a flawed character and not cheat and manipulate and, um, what is it called when you... He was doing, the, somebody, he was doing the exact same thing What is it called when to, somebody says, yes, I'll have sex with you, and then says no, and you're like, you're a terrible person, and you leave? What is that called? Is that what happened? Yes. He's the other guy. Yes, they're both. Well, like, yes, no, I that's not what it was okay. about. It was I about I Adam being comfortable with himself yes. and with Eric. And I understand that. But how can I be with someone but, who doesn't love himself? Yes, and, and so yes, you can leave him, but that doesn't mean like yes, leave him because you're different, different stages. Because you're upset. However, yes. that does not mean you get to cheat on him. No. And it does not mean that when he says, you know what, I think I'm okay to try having sex now. And yes, you're excited. I understand that. But that does not mean that when he says no and revokes his consent, which is the whole point, that you can have a fit. He didn't have a fit. Yes, he did. He said, get off my blanket and yanked the blanket out from under him and stormed off and was mad for like an episode and a half. It's not about okay? the sex though. It's about Adam being comfortable with himself. And he feels like if Adam's not comfortable with himself in this relationship, okay, then it's he's not, not comfortable him, with Eric. It's about the Eric. sex for Adam. Adam is thinking, wow, because I didn't have sex with him, now I'm a horrible person. And Eric's thinking, because Adam doesn't want to have sex with me, it's because I'm not good enough for him. No. Yes. But, okay, okay. So, but, that, but if you look at it in a different context, if it's a guy and a girl, and the girl is very uncomfortable with herself, and the guy is like, let's have sex, let's have sex, let's have sex, repeatedly, and then she eventually says yes. If there is he takes shame, her out, if there is and then shame she goes, surrounding that she relationship goes, you know already, what? you know what? I'm not feeling anymore. And he goes, "What? The? Like beep beep beep?" If there's takes already the blanket shame, and storms off. Come on. If there's Come already on. shame surrounding that relationship, then that makes sense. But if it's like, if it's just two people who are saying, okay being out in public together, saying, who are I'm not like, saying it. It doesn't line up with his character. I'm saying it was a terrible thing to do, in my opinion. And it's I don't like nice. I don't like his character anymore because of that and because of um, the whole cheating thing. Yeah, I the just, cheating like, thing is like like mean. I understand why you did it, but that doesn't mean it's, it's Wanda. But okay, is I, it Wanda? It's, it's, okay, I I understand why he did it, and it makes sense for his character, whatever. Sure, but there's different ways he could have done it if he was a better different person. ways he could have cheated if he was a better person. No, different, what? Ways, different ways he could have. When Adam says, "You know what? I'm not feeling it anymore, and I'm nervous," that he could have reacted then. You know what I mean? And, and I know if he's a kid. If you're like a 17-year-old kid. Yes. kid or whatever. I know he's a kid and, and everybody's flaws and 
like I've done stupid things in the past too, you know what I mean? But I don't know. I because of that, I was like, man, I love this character. I love this guy. Season one, season two. And season three, I was like, I don't like him anymore. That's the point of it though. It gives him traits that the audience can like look he, at and he be already like, had I don't things, like he already had flaws. When he was mad at he Otis was, and stuff. Like like just He was allowed to be mad at Otis. That yeah. was okay. That wasn't a bad thing. Why was he mad at Otis? Because Otis left him, abandoned him. Oh yeah, yeah. Dressed in drag yeah. on his birthday. Yeah. yeah. And he got beat up for oh, no, it. I know. Like he's allowed to be <laughs> mad about that. Well, I just mean like like he's done stuff throughout season one and two that like again, like you know, I don't think he's a terrible person, but then it's like, okay, that isn't exactly great. But in season three, I'm like, you're a terrible person. <laughs> That's just me personally, but like that's just I don't you. know. And it's also because I love Adam, but um, I was like, I don't like this like whole gaslighting pressure in somebody else. It's hard because you're at a different stage and you're like, you know what I mean? Like if, he, if he was with somebody else who was at a different stage that was above him, he would not want to be treated the way he treated Adam. No, no one wants to be treated that exactly. way. But he also doesn't want to be treated the way that he's being treated by Adam. What? Pardon? He doesn't want to be felt like he has to be kept yes, a secret his break whole up life. With him. That's why he broke up with him. Yes, but he did it. He did it after torturing him for a season. Not torturing him. He was trying he was to make talking, it work because he, he talking, loves Adam. But he was. But he kept talking about like his other relationship and how he wrote poems from him and he kept the poems and also again pressuring him to have sex and like and cheating on him and telling him he cheated on him and then afterwards being like I want to talk and then the guy f give, giving him enough time to go you know what I forgave him and I want to make it work and then go never mind see ya like well you know what why so the reason why they broke there's up so at the things. end was because all of these other things had happened that made him think maybe it's not worth fighting for anymore because i've already failed so many times no they, they broke those, up they broke up because they're in different stages it took those yeah but it took those failures for him to realize like i can't try fighting this for anymore. So then why wait till he like forgives you and also i don't care i don't really forgive anybody who cheats bro i don't want to tell you I'm, I'm never gonna like this guy because of it. Well, I mean, like, we'll see what happens in the next season, sort of thing. But the right last now, season. right now, I'm bugged because I liked him, I liked him, and now I hate him. And I'm like, he so frustrates me so much, just his character. But that's that's sex education. <laughs> that was, that was just debate. the one show. That was, well, that's just one character in the one show. Like, there's so many other things. But um, oh, another show that I never talk about is Midnight Gospel. It's created by a podcaster, so they, it's structured as a podcast. They do not. That's the name of the podcast <laughs> in the show. Oh, it, it's, oh, it's a podcast in the show. Yeah, it's about this guy Wait, who, like... <gasps> that's pretty meta. Community, bro. Okay, anyways. <laughs> anyways. Oh, bad, oh, bad, oh, bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, it follows this guy who, like, has a podcast and just interviews random people from different planets because he has a portal or whatever. <laughs> nice. I don't know. He has a portal or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Nice explanation, though. And, yeah, So, yeah, also, just... really quick, really quick before you say that... This episode is going to run a little bit long because we're talking about a whole bunch of other shows. This post-credits scene is not just going to be five minute things. We're probably going to be talking for another like 10 minutes. So if you don't want to hear it, it's okay. Continue, yeah. Anyways, it just goes through these really weird, fantastical, nonsensical worlds while they're discussing things like philosophical things like life and death and love and all that stuff. And it's just, it's fun to watch. Life and death and love. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, what I guess, other shows do you like? Yeah, something that I feel like people don't talk about much um yeah so i guess the ones that i because ozark i don't think people talk about a lot but they also don't talk about castlevania narcos or peaky blinders i feel like um narcos came out a while ago so i understand why 
because it's like it came out and people are like this is pretty great and people talk about it more watch narcos narcos is really good it's based on a true story so you're like it's kind of like you're actually kind of seeing history and it's uh based on how they got pablo escobar um and it's it's intense and it's good and it's drama and it's good characters and everything like that good acting i would definitely recommend that to anybody who's wanting to watch it um castlevania is a adult animation that has a lot of gore and it's based on the games which i think it did a good job basing off the games as in it is a it's a good show to watch even though it's based on a game um it's about like dracula and a family who hunts uh dracula except that it's like the last of the belmonts just saying the word belmont makes me want to rewatch the show um with it has some really interesting characters that i have never seen done before um and different sort of perspectives on like humanity and um things like that that are just kind of interesting um and then the last one i can think of here oh ozark and peaky blinders you go ahead, and then I'll touch on that. I go ahead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's do, like, one more, one or two more shows. We both have community on our lists. Oh, yes. Because I feel like we don't need to talk about that. We well, already talked about loves it, I think, right? Like, yeah. But, but we didn't talk about it much in sitcom. I just love, I love, it has good jokes. Good jokes. It has pretty good characters. Great characters. Like, so some of the characters are, like, well, they're okay. But... I didn't like Jeff. It was hard for me to get into it because I really hated that Jeff was the main character. But then, as it progresses, it's more about the group than just Jeff, so... Um, it has some of... I think it has some of the best... Or just the best wacky characters. Dean and Chang are, like, they're <laughs> top tier. Top like, I don't know, tier. I, I think those are my two favorite characters that, like, are just weird. You know what I mean? Like, they Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like in you any never other know show, what to expect. Yeah, in any other show, like... like after the last year, but it has King Boom. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, like all these shows, like they 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 kind of have maybe an, uh, an episode or something where somebody just comes in, and they're like, "What the heck?" But they're just so they're just like, like oh my gosh. Uh, when when Britta, the episode I just watched, Britta says, "Come on, we know Abba doesn't like C H A N G E," and then Chang's like, "I can spell stupid," <laughs> and then he looks over at Abba and goes like, "And beep you or whatever." Like it's just like. <laughs> It's Chang, not Chang. Like, it's just... And how he uses his name as puns all the time. Oh, my like, gosh. It's Him and the so, Dean both using their the name Dean, as puns. Yeah, Dean Lee Lee. Like, they're Dean just Dong. so... The characters are so amazing to watch. And I can always watch Chang and the Dean. Um, yeah, they're a fun time. Yeah, we just watched the episode where uh, they call, they're like, are you gay? And he's like, I'm not I'm not opening anything. But gay, but doesn't, gay doesn't even begin, cover it. Begin to cover yeah. Um, that was a good episode also. Um, there's just so many good things in par- in community that are just... Were you about to say Parks and Rec? Well, yeah, because I was looking at your list and it's Braid of Love community. Um, that are just really, like, I can go back and watch all the time. And there's so many good jokes and meta. Like, the conspiracy theory episode is I also love that just episode. so good. Etcetera. <laughs> Did you just mispronounce etcetera? There's just so many good parts of Reddit that I don't know. Like it's number, so it's number seven on my list of favorites of all. Six of all my list actually of favorites of all time. It literally just missed the cut to be talked about on this episode. So I'm happy we're talking about it briefly here because it's on both of our episodes. We both love it. Um, favorite of the main group, Troy and Abed. Obviously. Right? Troy and Abed also, are amazing. I mean, small crush on small crush on Annie. I have to say, Annie's Annie's pretty great. <laughs> um, I I really really like the episode where Britta in like early season three 
Britta wants to be an anarchist in China and just become a security guard. And it's like, <laughs> hello, is it me I'm looking for? And she's like, like just, she kicks a garbage can and just like moves a little bit. And he's like, slow motion, he looks at her and he's like, what? You know what I mean? Like, that whole dynamic that, for that episode. Yeah, them like completing each other because he wants to be a security guard who's more than he is and she wants to be a, what's it called? An anarchist or whatever yeah. who's more than she is. It's just like, it's just so beautiful. Like, the comedy in, in, it, in it sometimes hits so absolutely hard. But anyways. Anyways, <laughs> love community. Um, something that doesn't get talked about on your list. Yeah, that's, that's what I was saying. I, I think I think Ozark. Um, yes, which you've mentioned. Yeah, Ozark. Yeah, we have mentioned it a little bit. Uh, Peaky Blinders. I feel like we have mentioned it, but not a whole lot. I don't know. It's just a good, like, semi-period piece of, like, the, what, early 1900s, I think? No clue. It's like they have guns, but it's like the guns are not. I don't know what. I don't know what what age this is. I feel like it's the 30s or the 20s. I think that's what it is. Yeah, I think it might go know. through the Great Depression. Yeah, I think it's 30s and 20s. That sort of era of like Great Gatsby sort of sort of esque, like like old mafia movies. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. uh, with the pinstripe suits and the and the fedoras. You know what I mean? Um, that sort of age. Uh, but it's a, it's a place in Britain, um, which is pretty cool because I love British TV shows, and I think that it's better than America. Anyways, <laughs> if I um, watch too many British TV shows at once, my thoughts start to become their accent. What? That's what it's like. You have an accent TV. when you think. Yeah. I don't you don't even, do that. I don't even think I think of like I think words. You know what I mean? Like if, when I try and think of it, what I'm thinking, it's just like weird. It's just thoughts. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, I it's did, not like weird. It's not. Everyone words. says like they'll have a visual way of thinking, or it's just abstract, or an auditory way of thinking. I do all of them. Yeah, mine's more abstract. I think is what I would describe it as. Then, um, yeah, like I kind of picture myself doing it in a way of what I'm thinking, I guess. Mm. But then also, it's just kind of abstract. I don't know. This is a whole other topic. <laughs> um, Peaky Blinders, I'd recommend. It has Tom Hardy and Cillian Murphy. Tom Hardy! Tom Hardy is it. Yeah, that's for Kat. Um, <laughs> he's, in it, he's in it. He's in it later. But he's a really good character as well. He's one of my tops. Um, but Cillian Murphy does an absolutely outstanding job. The entire cast says, even people who aren't as well known. Sam Neill is in it, who is in, is in the first season. He does a great job as well. He's... Uh, Doctor, what is his name? Doctor Alan Grant in uh, in Jurassic Park. Um, and then, yeah, the last thing I would mention here that hasn't been mentioned before, Punisher. Uh, but also, uh, um, IT Crowd. I don't think a lot of people. Some people know about IT Crowd. Some people don't. Uh, I'm a big nerd, so I love it. I love Moss. Um, he's a great character. He's also he's also top tier in my mind. Um, when I was when I was five, I, I broke the window. And my mother sued me. <laughs> like this is such a good line. Like um, he's just such a good character, and I'd recommend the IT Crowd. It's it's goofy British humor. If you like goofy British humor, you're gonna love it. And there's a lot of nerdy stuff. So if you love nerd, like just being a geek in general, like he has like two pocket protectors. He's a pocket protector for his pocket protector, and it's just like if you love that stuff, then you're gonna love IT Crowd. And that's all the shows that I'm thinking of. You got any more? Um, I have one last show. I swear. My dad, listening to this, is going to be like, you didn't mention this show. I can't believe you didn't bring this up. I'm sorry. I, there are a few in my head that I know I'm not going to mention, and I'm sorry for that. But Centaur World, we just watched season two, is surprisingly amazing. We went into it not really expecting anything. We were like, oh, this looks kind of like weird and whatever. 
Um, what about season one? Did you like season one? I loved season one. I listen so to the songs so all the time. Two not expecting to be good. Well, we went into season one not expecting much. But um, it is so weird, but it works in every possible way. It is so weird. It's so freaking weird, man. If you haven't seen it, just like watch the first two episodes without any expectations. Where do you watch it? It's on Netflix. Shout out to Centaur World. (laughs) Highly recommend, just for a good time. I probably won't, but okay. (laughs) It's animated, but... It's animated, yeah. There's two seasons? How how long are the episodes? How many episodes per season? Mm, I don't remember how long the episodes are, but there's ten episodes per season. Okay, yeah, that's probably fine. And really good music. It's it's binge-worthy. It's binge-worthy. Binge-worthy? Yeah. Binge-worthy? Okay. Um, that's everything then, right? I think so. Yeah. Any, any other cool shows that you're watching right now or you want to mention? Nope. I don't think so. Season 4 of Killing Eve is coming out. Final season. Kind of sad about the final season part, but more Same Killing with Eve. Ozark and Peaky Blinders, actually. Both of them, final seasons are coming out. Um, New season of Euphoria is currently coming out weekly. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, my controversial opinion. I like Better Call Saul more than Pe- uh, Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad? Yeah. Whoa, I haven't seen either, so I cannot opinion. say anything. It's not as slow. Things are things are happening all the time, and and he's just he's entertaining to watch. Makes sense. He's doing sleazy business deals. Entertaining to watch. Okay, uh, I think that's everything. Then. Twenty minute post credit scene. Twenty minute post credit okay. scene. That's probably gonna be the longest one because. It's not like a post-credits scene, it's just talking about sitcoms or, yeah. or shows that we like. It's so. like, it was a short episode anyways, so here you go. <laughs> Do with this what they you will. They don't want more. They want to get done. They, our family who's listening <laughs> to this is going, I want to just get this done as quick as possible so I can say I I'm watching this for them. your ego, exactly. not for entertainment. Yes. Um, okay, I'll, I'll say hi to somebody from your family soon. Hi, Lauren. And then you say... To someone from your family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, Martha. Thanks okay. for the jewelry. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thanks for, jewelry making thanks things. for wanting me to leave you alone, Lauren. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what else we want to talk about. I, I'm just keep saying that. I think we're done. Okay, that's it. All right.